Good evening. All doing well. Great to see you in person. Um, one of the shiurim I recorded this week was on an airplane, uh, which was a chiddush. I've never done that before, but I was blessed to not have someone sitting in front of me. And I tested a few different methods of how to record. And I actually was, I tried to do it tonight and uh, didn't work. <laughs> I had another havamina, but it didn't work. Okay, for Hashem. Uh, buckle up, we're learning a, a, a Tuma Sugya about, we know Rishon, the Tuma Sheni, the Tuma, and all of that, Shlishi and Ravi. Um, and before we start that, we have to clean up one Sugya, and that is going to be one third of the way down, maybe a drop more in Chavtes Aleph, starting with Amar of Gidal Amar Rab. Now, on the previous Amud, on the top of Kavches Amud Beis, we had learned, and really on the bottom of Kavches Amud Aleph, we had learned this uh, critical principle, the difference between Tuma Vitara Bershus HaYachid and Rishus HaRabim. And then seemingly, we have a similar din that's quoted here. Amar of Gidal Amar Rab, Dabr Shiyesh Bodas Lishal, Ve'ein Bodas Lishal. The fact that we make a distinction, as we did on the top of Kavches, that there's a difference in cases between where we're able to ask somebody what happened versus where we're not able to ask a human versus a kli. So when there's a suffix tum about a human, then we distinguish between shusar and shusayachit. Fine. But when we're talking about a kli, we're just mekel. When it's a suffix, we're always going to be leaning. So says the Gemara, where is that from? That's mehai kronafka. We're halfway down on chavtes, Amad Aleph. We learned that from the following pasuk. The pasuk reads, v'habasar asher yigabichol tamei. The basar that touches everything. What does it say? Lo yochal. You should not uh, eat it. What do we learn from there? Vaday Only when there's a vaday of tuma, that's when you don't eat. But safik tame visafik tar. If we're unsure, what do we do? Yochal. Meaning from the first part of the pasuk, it implies safik of tuma is lahakil. But ema sefer, the rest of the pasuk doesn't seem to read the same way. The rest of the pasuk reads vahabasar kol tahor yochal basar. And here we have the opposite implications. Vaday tahor hu yochal basar. Safik tame visafik tar. Lo yochal. So the very same Pasuk in the beginning and end of the Pasuk have different implications about what happens in a case of Suffolk. From here, of Gidalama Rav says, El Alav, that must not be what the Pasuk means. El Alav Shmamina, it must be that one part of the talk, one part of the Pasuk is talking about Kanshi Yeshbo Dasli Shail, talking about a person, and thus the distinctions within. If you're able to ask a person, then we have a difference between Suffolk Bershus Hayachid and Suffolk Bershus Harabim. However, Khan in the other part of the Pasuk, Sheinbo Dasli Shail, and therefore, we have seemingly a second source now. We have Rav Gidil Amarav over here. And we learn the same din on the bottom of Kavches and Madalav. So the Gemara says, why do we have both of the Mari Makomos? Why did Rav Gidil Amarav feel the need to chime in and add a second Mari Makom? And the Gemara says, two-thirds of the way down on Kavches and Madalav, Yitzrich to Rav Gidil Amarav. We needed this new this new source, the Rav Gidil Amarav. We also needed the Drasha from yesterday to teach us what seems to be the same thing. Let's review. We learned that there's a difference between uh, tuma that happens with someone with whom you're able to interact versus an inanimate object. And then if it is with an, a person you're able to interact, then we have a difference between suffix brishus hayachid and suffix tuma brishus harabin. So says the Gemara, why do we need both? Because di'imi dirav, if from the most recent source, sahavamina bein brishus hayachid uvein brishus harabin. The only distinction between brishus harabin and brishus harabin that happened by Sota, where she was brishus hayachid when she did the iser. But we don't see that by the psukim over here that Rav Gidla Marav brought. And therefore, Israch Lemigmar Misota, therefore we needed the case of Sota. And Imi Sota, if I would have only had yesterday's Marimakom, I might have thought that when we're when we're talking about this case of Safek and whether or not we are have a case of uh whether or not we have a case of someone who I'm able to actually ask, Lishael. Maybe that's only true in regards to the case of Sota, where there's two human beings involved, but when there's only one, maybe not. Kamash Malan we therefore need both of them. 
All right, let's dig into today's new sugya. The Gemara uh, quotes our Mishnah. This Mishnah is found on, on Kavches Amad Aleph. And really, this has nothing to do with Sota. This is just a little bit of a plant. If you'll recall from Chavzayin Amad Aleph, we had a number of examples in the beginning of our Perek, Ubo Bayom, Dorash, or Biakiva. That was the day that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah came, came to power uh, as Nasi over Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel was very strict about who he let in. And then we had the, the loose the looser uh, leadership under Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and a bunch of drushas were made that day. So the first drusha that was made, you're welcome to flip back, you don't need to. The first drusha that was made by Rabbi Akiva was that we have this din um, that when it comes to uh, truma, that truma is such a, a, a sensitive food as it relates to tuma that it can even be tame up to three levels away. So you have I, let's say a, a mace touches an object, then that's a, an ava tuma. Then that's rishon the tuma, shenin the tuma, shlishi the tuma. So here is the basic framework of tuma. Here's how it works: the less halachically sensitive the food, the less tuma it has. The more halachically sensitive the food, the more tuma it has. It's very simple. So therefore, chulin, which is the lightest, can have a sheni the tuma only up to there. There's no shlishi, there's no revi, there's only up to sheni. Truma, which is more sensitive than chulin but less sensitive than kachim. That can have up to three, but not four. And kachim, which is the most sensitive food, would become tame even with a fourth level degree of separation from the initial tuma source. And that's kind of how you have to look at it as concentric rings of tuma. Well, well, we'll we'll discuss that today. That's not not a simple, uh, it's not so simple because we have some drushos del riser. So within that that case, with with an chavzayin and mebeiz, we see the shita of Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai. The Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai was of the opinion that there is shlishi lituma by truma, but it's not based on a puzzle. So now we're going to talk about that on the bottom of Chavtas Amad Aleph, um, about 10 lines down. We're going to be learning towards most of the way down on Laman Amad Aleph, and then we'll be stopping about five, six lines, five lines from the bottom of the page. Let us continue. We have a lot of Gemara to learn, and it's not all easy. So it says the Gemara, Me'achar de'enlo, if really Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai says there is no pasuk, to indicate that there is a shlishi latuma or truma, so then lamatame. Where, where did you learn it from if there's no pasuk? So it says the Gemara, Amr of Yehuda, Marav, it should say over here, Mikra minhatora einlo, but midin kalvachomer yeshlo. You're right that we don't have a pasuk that indicates the truma is going to become tame. It's so sensitive that even a third degree of separation from the tuma will still generate tuma and restriction for Kohan and Truma. We don't have it from a pasuk, but we do have it from a kalvachomer. Okay, here we go. What's the Kalva Chomer that Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai is relying upon to teach us that truma is such a sensitive food that it even has a third level of truma, that it's tummy uh, as a shlishi? Umat yom, in regards to a tvul yom, this is a person who's done all of his requirements, but he has to wait for the sun to set for him, for him to become totally tar. So he's in a little bit of a unique state, right? He hasn't finished his days, but he's checked all the other boxes. In regards to a tful yom, shemutter b'chulin, he's allowed to eat chulin. And by him, posel b'truma, and if he touched a food, the truma would become tame. Then kikar, a piece of bread for truma that's a sheni, sheposel b'chulin, that if it touched chulin, it would become posel. Eino din shlishi. Of course, there should be a case of shlishi l'truma in that case. And that's our Kalva Chomer that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai wants to teach us that even though we don't have a Pasuk to teach us that um, even though there's no Pasuk to teach us that there's a Shlishi Latruma, uh, a Tuma by Shlishi Latruma, but we have a Kalva Chomer. So it says the Gemara, you want to learn from Tful Yom, but Tful Yom has a Chomer on it. What's the Chumrah of uh, Tvul Yom? Ikal Nifrach, Mala Tvul Yom, Shekin Av Hatuma. 
we can have cases of a Tvul Yom that are rooted in Av HaTuma. That's not necessarily how Truma works. And the bottom Rashi of the page actually indicates what some of these examples are of Av HaTuma. Says the Gemara, says Rashi in the bottom line, Dibra HaMaschol, Shekin Av HaTuma, Kegon Tamemes, Ozav, Ometzora, Shehin Betumas, and Ovos. They're the very tip-top level. So maybe we should say that we're not able to learn from Tvul Yom. So Tesi, Mitvul Yom, says the Gemara, perhaps we can learn from a different Tvul Yom. Let's learn Mitvul Yom Desheretz, Okay, you're right. You're right. A regular tefil yom could have become tummy from a mace, from a mitzvah, from a zav. You're right. That could be a, that could be an avatuma. But why don't we instead learn about a different kind of tefil yom in a more narrow, a narrow scope of a tefil yom, a tefil yom of a sheretz, not just stama tefil yom, but a tefil yom of a sheretz. We're giving the parameters, so there's no avatuma. Says the Gemara. Still, mal tefil yom de sheretz shekain b'mino avatuma doesn't. It's still not a great place to make your kal v'chomer from Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, because even though you're talking about a tvul yom desheretz, but still the tvul yom in general has the capacity to become tamay on an avatuma level. So then the Gemara says, well, if that's true, then klicheres yochiach. Then we can speak about a case of klicheres, and klicheres might be a, a reasonable marim to learn from, because there is no avatuma there. So says the Gemara, you want to say klicheres yochiach, but malak klicheres shekein betamay me'aviro. We have a problem, because klicheres has a huge chiddush. The 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 um, chiddush of a klicheres is that let's say I have a large earthenware jug and it has a very large opening and I take tuma and I hang it into the airspace it doesn't touch anything I just hang it into the airspace we know from the psukim and chumash that that's tuma you can't make a kalvachomer from klicheres to learn this special din that there's a a tuma by truma even to the third level you can't learn that from a klicheres because klicheres has a chiddush too so we tried from tul yom but that has a problem that it has the capacity for avatuma that was its chumer we tried from the world of klicheres and that doesn't work either because that has a chiddush that is mitame be'aviro it says the gemara maybe we should go back and forth tul yom yochiach and then the gemara presents this templating of an argument it is a cyclical reasoning but to our benefit usually when we say that we're having a cyclical argument with someone I keep saying the same thing. We just keep going back and forth. But here, it's not to create a problem. Here, it's to solve a problem. And the Gemara says, You're right, that this one is not like that one. Tful Yom is not the same as Klicheres. And, and But there is a Tzara Shavah Shavahen Shemutar Bechulun Upsulun Uposun Betruma. And this is his Raya that he says that if we couple together these two areas of Tvul Yom and Klicheres, then Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai, Taka has a very good source. Let, let's remember our problem. Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai said, there is no Pasuk for Klishli, for, there is no Pasuk for uh, Tuma, for Truma, in regards to the third degree of separation from the Truma, from the Tuma. And he says, don't worry, I have a Kalvachomer. And the Kalvachomer is coupled between the world of Tvul Yom and the world of Klicheres. Says the Gemara, Vidor Acher, a later generation parach, they asked a question against Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai and said, That's not right, because Yeah, but the problems with each side are very bad problems. The problem with Tvulyom is very bad. You can't learn about Truma from a case that could be an Avatuma case. And you can't learn about Truma from Klicheres, which has a Chiddush of that it's Metame Be'aviro. So there were people who didn't like Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai's response. And what would he have said to that? But Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Tzad Chomer lo parich. He, he's not worried about that. That is the nature of this limud. When we have this templated answer of Bechozer Adin, lo we look at the common denominator and we ignore the, the chidushim of that time. That is the limud. That is a limud. So that, we have to remember that if we were to take this out of this context, we would be asking a fundamental question. How does this template work? Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai wasn't concerned. And therefore, the question that we started with is answered. 
we were initially concerned, where does Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai learn the din that uh, truma is so sensitive that it's even going to be tummy up to a third degree of separation? And we learned from a kalvachomer of a paired kalvachomer of klicheres and tvulyom. And a quarter of the way down on Chavtes Medbez, the Gemara, uh, all connected, but really not the same exact sugya, Tanya, Amar Rebiosi, let's remember that Rebiosi is the author of this b'risa, because we're going to come back and ask a question on him, and the question will lead to the top of Lamed Amar Aleph. Amar Rebiosi, minayin l'revi'i b'kodesh she'pasul. Remember what we said. The more halachically sensitive the food, the more it's susceptible to tumah. So the lowest level is chulin, and then truma is even more sensitive, and then the highest level is kachim. So how far out does kachim go? Even four steps away from the initial tumah. How do we know that that's true? The Gemara says, v'dinhu, we have a kal v'chomer. Ma mechusar kipurim. Just like if we have someone who's mechusar kipurim, this is a zav, zava, yoledes, and mitzorah, that they have yet to bring their korbanos. And by them, shemoter b'truma. They're allowed to eat truma, but they're pasal b'kodesh. So shlishi, a third degree of tuma, sheposel b'truma, which is not moter b'truma, but it's pasal b'truma, eno din shiyase revi b'kodesh. So this is Rabbi Yossi's argument. We learn from the world of Mechusar Kippurim. He makes a Kalvachomer that just like a Mechusar Kippurim is mut, uh, if, I should say, if a Mechusar Kippurim is mutter betruma and he can passel a Shlishi, then if there's a Shlishi that for sure that's not mutter betruma, so then certainly that can passel a Revi. So that's what the Gemara says. That's our Mari Makam from Rabbi Yossi. And the Gemara continues just about halfway down on Chavtes and tries to analyze two different things. And this was what Gerald was hinting to. We do have a source that the third distinction, the third level of Tuma for Kodesh is Deoraisa. How do we know that when it comes to a Shlishi the Tuma for Kodesh, how do we know that that's a Din Deoraisa? Look at the Pasuk, the, the Basar, Asher which touched something that was Tameh. So look at the Drasha. So we see from the shot in the Pasuk, it has to be that we were already by Tumas Sheni, and the Gemara says you can't eat it, which means that if it touched the Sheni, what is that? That's a Shlishi. So we have Pshat in Chumash. That's a basic Pasuk in Chumash that indicates that we have Tumas Shlishi by a Kohen. And Revi'i Mikal V'chomer Amran. And the Gemara says that even Tumas Revi'i by Kodesh is a Din Deoraisa, and it's based on a Kal V'chomer, the one that we just saw from Mechusar Kippurim. Now, let's remember that Rabbi Yossi was, uh, was a Tana, and Rabbi Yochanan is an early Amora. Rabbi Yochanan and Rav overlapped. Rav was the earliest of the Amorim, and Rabbi Yochanan and Rav did overlap a little bit. I think Rav was a little bit older. And the Gemara says, Amor Rabbi Yochanan, Ta'am biribi, eni yodea, eni yodea mahu. So this is a respectful way to say, I really don't see what's going on here. Biribi, uh, the Rishonim here, right, that biribi is a, uh, it's a phrase of of great. Uh, the Rashi says he was the God of Lador. Yossi was the God of Lador. So Rabbi Yochanan's like, who am I to? I'm just saying. I'm. I just don't understand. Somebody, please explain to me. So this is in deference. It's not meant to be in disrespect. So he says, I I don't understand. The answer, namely the rejection of Rabbi Yossi's Kal that we have a Revi'i Bituma by Truma, built into that Kal is its own problem. Because, says the Gemara, Ochel if you have a food, in this case, means that it became tummy from a, a tvulyom, that'll be our proof. 
We have a case scenario where food became tummy from a tool yom. That's puzzle for truma that ruins truma, but it doesn't create a revi. And that goes exactly against the Mechusar Kippurim argument that Rabbi Yossi wanted to give. And how does Rabbi Yochanan know that he's right? Ditanya. This Brysa quotes a machlokas in the Tanaim on this topic. And uh, he explains the Brysa as follows. I should say the Brysa reads as follows. Titania, two-thirds of the way down, Chavtesim and Beis, Titania. Abishol Omer. Abishol says, Tvul Yom Tchila Lekodesh. When we are talking about a Tvul Yom and it's going to become, uh, and it's going to be touching Kodesh. So it's Lekodesh Letame Shnaim Belifsol Echad. We're talking about a case scenario where it's um, where it's going to be it's going to be metame shnaim and lifsol echad. This is what it means. The word tame means that not only is it tame, but it can be metame others. The word pasal means that it is asr to eat, but cannot be metame others. So what are we saying? We have the rishon. That was the first case. We have two cases of of tame. That's sheni and shlishi, and they're both categories of tuma. And the last one becomes usher from the shlishi. That's Ravi. That's the shita of um, who was that? That's Abashol. Rav Meir Omer, no, metame echad uposel echad. He says in such a case as described in the beginning of the Mishnah, we're only talking about up to a shlishi of tuma. The rishon is the tuma itself. The sheni is metame echad, and uposel echad is the shlishi letuma. The chachamim omrim kesheim sheposel ochle truma umashke truma. He seems to say, very uniquely, that there's no difference in Tuma between a Shlishi, between Truma and Kodesh. So if between the, the, the Truma and the Kodesh, there's no difference, that's a big problem, because we just tried to say that we have a Kalachomer, that there's a Raviv. How could you have a Kalachomer, that there's a Raviv? The Chachamim hold that Truma and Kodesh have the same limit, which is maximum three. So says the Gemara, that's a very odd response, Rav Yochanan, who says he holds like the Chachamim. If he holds like the Chachamim, Rav Yochanan, you're 100% right. But what was Rav, what was Rav Yossi trying to say? That there's four levels. levels. That was Abishol. Abishol said there's four levels of, of, of Tumah. And the Chachamim say there's only three. So Maskif la Rav Papa. Mimayde Rav Yossi kirabanan How do you know that Rav Yossi, who just pitched the idea based on Mechusar Kippurim, that there are four levels of Tumah by Kodesh, and the Chachamim don't agree. Perhaps he doesn't agree with the Chachamim. Maybe he agrees like Abishol. If Rav Yossi and Abishol are the same, then there's nothing wrong at all. What is Rav Yochanan even asking in the first place? That's the most balabatish response that we could possibly give, is that he doesn't hold like the Chachamim. He holds like Abishol. That says the Gemara, Dilma Kabashal Sphirale. And what does Abashal hold? To Amar, Latameshnaim, the Lifsol Echad. That once there's a Risha on the Tuma, we then hold that it's Latameshnaim, it becomes a Shani and a Shlishi. And the Shlishi generates the Lifsol Echad, that the fourth case scenario. So says the Gemara, that's Akasha and Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan wanted to say that the Brisa that quotes the Sheet of the Chachamim conflicts with Rav Yossi. And the Gemara says, that makes no sense. Let's see why. If you wanted to say that really Rabbi Yossi is like Abba Shaul and there's no stira, so that would not be the case. If you want to say he's Ka'aba Shaul Svirle, then then we should have learned not uh, like the way we did from the world of Mechus Kipurim, but instead we should have made our Kalvachomer from a Tvul Yom. 
a Tvul Yom is closer to the reservation than Mechusar Kippurim. Mechusar Kippurim is missing a Korban. They still have much more work to do. But when you're just a Tvul Yom, so that already is closer to home and would have been a better Kalvachomer to make. So says the Gemara, had it been that Rabbi Yossi held like Abba Shaul, then he would have used a different Kalvachomer. What would the Kalvachomer have been? Uma ochel machmas Tvul Yom. That when we are dealing with a tful yom, a food that became tummy from a tful yom, the tful yom gufei motor bechulin, and the tful yom himself is allowed to eat chulin. Amris, we would then say osiravi the kodesh. Then the fourth would become kodesh. Ochel shlishi haba machmas sheni the sheni gufei aser bechulin eno din she osiravi the kodesh. Well, what basically the Gemara is saying is that we have a beautiful kavod chomer from a better place, which is tful yom. So had it been that Rabbi Yossi held like Abba Shaul, we would have used a different Kalvachomer. We would have used a Kalvachomer from Tvul Yom instead of from Mechusar Kippurim. But because we didn't do that, says Rabbi Yochanan, it must therefore be that Rabbi Yossi is really in the camp of the Chachamim. And therefore, we have a very good question because Rabbi Yossi said that there's four levels of Tumah by Kodesh and the Chachamim say only three. And if you want to say, no, the reason why he used the Chusar Kippurim is because Mishum Mifrach, we have a kasha from the world of Tvul Yom, Mala Tvul Yom, Shekin Avatuma. That's not a good argument, says the Gemara. You might have thought that maybe the reason why Rabbi Yossi went to the world of Mechusar Kippurim for his Kalvachomer was because there was a problem with the Kalvachomer of Tvul Yom. What's the problem of Tvul Yom? That there's a Chiddush in Tvul Yom, that there's, that person has the capacity for Avatuma. And as we discussed earlier in tonight's shir, that is not an ideal place to learn from. So much so that Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai had to uh, do the lower Izek here Izek. He had to say the only way to learn from Tzvul Yom is if we have, coupled with it, Klicheres. So says the Gemara, perhaps maybe Rav Yossi was concerned about the same thing. Says the Gemara, that can't be. Because we would have had the same exact question about Mechusar Kippurim. Who are the cases of Mechusar Kippurim? Zav, Zava, Mitzor, and These are people who are also Avosatuma. So therefore, says the Gemara, that Rav Yochanan's question stands. It's an excellent question on Rav Yossi, and no one has an answer in the Gemara. The Rishonim deal with it, but in the Gemara itself, this is an oddity. We don't see this very often, where an Amora poses a bomb kasha, and the Tana, who's no longer alive, zip-lipped, no one knows how to respond. It's very rare. It's very rare. I don't, I mean, I'm sure we might have seen it. I don't know. Any, any recollections? Where an Amora asks a kasha on a Tana, and the Gemara is like, I don't know. That's what happened in our Gemara today. That Rav Yossi wanted to say that it's definitely four levels of Tumah because uh, because of the way he learns the Mechusar Kippurim Kal V'chomer. Rav Yochanan says not so fast, and it turns out Rav Yochanan's right. It's very rare. Very rare. Okay, a little bit more for tonight. Either way, coming from the base Medrash of Rav. The following five Tanoim hold the same thing. Rav Meir, Rav Yosi, Rav Yoshua, Rav Elazar, Rav Eliezer, Kulu Svirul, who what do all of them agree to? To Ein Sheni Ose Shlishi Bechulin. That Chulin, at its maximum, can only become Tame in the second degree of separation. This is how we pass in Allah Chalamaisa, that Chulin cannot become, whatever, we don't need to. We don't need truma, but I'm just saying that we, in that era, that would have been Ladina, that we don't uh, that we don't have Chulin becoming more Tame than a Sheni. Let's go through four of the five, and we're going to stop at the fifth one because it because um, I'm not prepared for it. So it says the Gemara, a third of the way down, Lamed Amad Aleph, Rav Meir, where do we see that Rav Meir holds that Ein Sheni Osa Shlishi Bechulin? So I just want to be very clear. 
all the Gemaras that we're about to read, each one of them is an hour of work. I just want to be super clear. We're learning this Dafyomi style. I'm going to be as clear as I can. I, I, I just want to be, there's so much more in all of these Gemaras. It's always like that, but it's especially true here, as we'll soon see. Rav Meir, how do we know that he holds that ain't sheni osashlishi bechulin, that chulin will never become more tame than a sheni? Because it's not. That anything that needs to go into water, anything that needs to be last kalim, so that means that that kli has a level of tuma to it. It's metameyas kodesh. It ruins the, the fourth level, right? That's kodesh. Uposa truma, and it ruins the third level. Umotr bechulen ubemaiser dibir mer, and then and by by chulen he says it's mutter, and that's talking about a sheni Latuma. So therefore, we see that there is no shlishi. That's Rav Meir on that very same Mishnah. The Chachamim argue only about meiser osrin b'meiser, whereas Rav Meir says it was mutter b'meiser. That's a side machlokas, but not for now. So that's the first of the five um, uh, five tanaim where we got to see that he holds ein sheni osa shlishi bechulen. Reb Yossi Hade Amran, we already had this in the Kalva Chomer of Mechusar Kippurim that we learned in the Brisa, a third of the way down on Chav Tesem, it based in the name of Reb Yossi. The Im Isay, that had it been that the Truma, that the Tuma by Chulen would have been to a Shlishi, then what would that have done to Truma and to Kodesh? If Chulen was Tame up to a third uh, degree of, re- of, of, of separation, then that would have bumped up Truma to a fourth. And it would have bumped up Kodesh to a fifth, says the Gemara. If it were to have been true that Chulin could become Tame up to a third, up to Shlishim, then Lese le Revi betruma vichamishi bekodesh. And that's definitely not what happened. That's not what Rabbi said. Therefore, we reverse engineer, and it must therefore be the case that according to Rabbi Yossi, that ain uh, that ain sheni ose Shlishi Chulin. Let's talk about Rabbi Yoshua, um, just about halfway down. Shitas Rabbi Yeshua, this is the third source of Ein Sheni Oseh Shlishi Bechulen, that when it comes to Chulen, we cannot create a third level of Tumad. It's not. The Mishnah writes, not with the Shita we first need. We'll get to Rabbi Yeshua in a moment. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, and when I read this, you'll see that this is a great example of a Mishnah that needs more time. Ha'ochel, Ochel Rishon, Rishon. Sheni, Sheni. And Shlishi, Shlishi. Super cryptic, even though it sounds simple, but it's pretty cryptic. Rabbi Eliezer is of the opinion that a person who eats a Rishon, so then it will then be matami other things as a Rishon. Sheni, Sheni, and Shlishi, Shlishi. Rabbi Yeshua argues. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, and this is the Shita that we need to learn from. He says, Ha'ochel, Ochel, Rishon, Ve'ochel, Sheni, Sheni. If you eat a Rishon or a Sheni, then, and then it then has the capacity, that food, to become a Sheni. Shlishi, Sheni Bekodesh, if you eat a shlishi, then it can create a sheni in kodesh. It's a very sensitive food. Ve'ain sheni betruma, and bechulin shenasu al taras truma. This is the part that we need with chulin that was treated like truma. Al taras truma in only when it's treated like truma. Only when the chulin is treated like truma. That when we when it has a shlishi. However, ain al taras kodesh lo. But when truma, when chulin is treated like itself and not treated like truma, so then it's just at a maximum capacity of two levels of truma. Alma, kasavar ein shnia ose shlishi bechulin, and therefore we've seen our third shita in the Tanoim that ein shnia ose shlishi bechulin. Let's learn our last one for the night. Rebbe Lazar, we're ten lines from the bottom of the page. The Tanya, the Brisa writes. I think I see a change here in the gear. So this is actually a Mishnah and not a Brisa. 
Rebbe Lazar Omer, Shloshtan Shavin. There are three cases that are equal. Harishon Shebe Kodesh, Veshebe Chulen, Veshebe Truma. The, the cases of Kodesh, Chulen, and Truma. Metame Shnaimu Posel Echad. The capacity of Tuma when it comes to these things is Metame Shnaimu Posel Echad, Bekodesh. And Metame, because Kodesh is the most sensitive. So if Kodesh is the most sensitive and there's already a Rishon, it's Metame Shnaim. It can carry Tuma to Shani and Shlishi. And then the last one is not Tuma, but a Psul, which is the fourth. That's Bekodesh. And Metame Echad Uposel Echad Betruma. And that means that by Truma, if there's already a Rishon, then your Metame Echad, Rishon can make a, a Shani Tame. And Uposel Echad, and makes the third one, uh, what we already know for Truma to be true, which is that the sensitivity of Truma is that it can become even a Shlishi. And uposel echad bechulin. These words are, are our key words here. This is Shita Zerbelazar. Uposel echad bechulin means that if there's chulin and it's a rishon and it becomes exposed to tuma again, it can bump to a sheni, but nothing more. These are four out of five of the shitas that we uh, have seen today where ain sheni osashlishi bechulin, then chulin cannot become more tame than a sheni. We'll pick up Emir Hashem on Shabbos with a blot and a half, uh, starting at Rabbi Eliezer, five lines from the bottom on Lamed Abad Aleph. We will be having our shir in Yerush Hashem uh, after the early 2.30 Mincha 2.50, just because I have a, a Shalashudas that I have to be at on Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, for a siyum. Uh, not for me, for my brothers making a siyum, so we'll be stopping right here. Wishing you all a beautiful night, and see you on Shabbos. Thank you.